Hey, it's Danny, Vicky, Joe, and Sarah. You may know us from the BJ and Mig show. Yep, and if you love the show, we got something exciting for you. It's the show after the show podcast. Here it is, our podcast where we talk about, well, everything. A new one every week at KISW.com under podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on the Odyssey app, KISW.com, or wherever you get podcasts. Enjoy! This is an intro to a podcast. But not just any podcast. It's not during or before. This is the podcast. Welcome. It is the show after the show podcast. And we are here today. It's me, Danny V. I also have across from me, Joey D's. Well, hello, Danny. I also have Usera. Oh, hey. And of course, Vicky B. Hi. She's back. Hi. She was not with us last week. No, I was dealing with an infestation. Oh, Joe wouldn't leave your house again? (laughs) I don't infest things, Danny. Oh. I make them better. (laughs) We'll go with that. Um, Of course, we are here every week. Uh, Vicky, where can they find us? On the uh, socials, if they don't want to find us on the website. Uh, the show after the show pod on Instagram. We post lots of cool pictures. You can also find us or get a hold of us at uh, BJ and Migs on Facebook because we are a uh, subset of that show. So Yes. We had a big week last week, guys. Um, I don't know if you know. We had some unexpected time off. And at the end of the week, there was uh, Taylor Swift Woo! happened here at Lumen Field. And I know one of us got to go. Me. Let me let me recorrect that. Only one of us wanted to go. Yes. <laughs> okay. First uh, of all, I feel like that's a lie. I would have gone if I would have had free tickets. Oh wait, I did have free tickets, and I still didn't go. <laughs> wait, what? But you were the best coworker ever and gave them to me. I did. Joe, did you want to go to Taylor Swift? I would have gone, but I wouldn't have wanted to use a ticket for you know in place of a true fan because I'm not a true fan. Mm. But you know the performance and. I mean, when you're paying like $1,500 for a ticket, you know the show you're getting is going to be good. So mm-hmm. I would have gone for the experience. But if I had known that I would have taken it away from, say, Sarah, nah, I don't think I could have gone. Wow. So sweet, Joey. Oh. Thank you. How many songs? So she, pay- she played, you said, three hours. <gasps> oh and how many songs? 45 songs wow. over the course of, yeah, about three hours. And it was incredible, you guys. I... Like to say I'm a I'm a Swifty, right? But I I really don't think I'm like a true diehard fan, especially like dude, this place was packed. 72,000 people. It was packed outside, people just camping out on the lawn to listen to her beautiful voice. But yeah, I I you know, I I would say like I love some of her old stuff. I love some of her stuff from a few years ago, but her new stuff like, you know, I don't really like vibe with it, but let me tell you, I had the absolute most magical time at this show even just for the production itself and she is i knew she was talented but holy crap she is like oh beyond this world so i am so blessed i got to go because i wouldn't even have thought of like oh i i don't i, I don't want to drop like even a few hundred dollars but if i had known how amazing this would have been like i totally would have what percentage of the songs would you say you knew i actually knew probably a good 75 percent of them wow and I will say I took my friend who also was like, I only like her first album. I don't like, let me tell you, this bitch was a liar because she knew, <laughs> she knew like 
as much as I did. And she's like, wow, maybe I am actually like a full, full-blown full Swifty. But yeah, there were some that I didn't know. But I mean, that was fine because then we just – we left during – we looked at her set list online because it was like she would do – four or five songs from this album or that album or seven or eight from this. You know what I mean? So then we'd be like, oh, okay, I don't really know this album very much. Let's go get another drink. You know. So did you did you know, uh, or sorry, did you stay till the bitter end? Hell yeah, of course. <laughs> I hate people that go to concerts or like sporting events and don't stay till the bitter end. Yes, getting out's going to be a mess. Of course there is. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of people. But no, it's the whole experience of it. And her whole send-off, there was fireworks. It was, it was epic. Oh. I do like fireworks. I thought about it. So, so I was thinking about just Sarah's experience and how it was kind of Mecca. Was that the best concert you've ever been to? I think it was actually. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy too for me is because usually when I go to concerts, yes, I love seeing the singer, but I'm way more into watching the dancers. Like my husband and I, we went to Dua Lipa probably, it was like last year, I think. And I, she's gorgeous and beautiful and amazing as well. But her dancers were just phenomenal. Taylor Swift, her dancers were great, but she didn't even like need dancers. It could just be her up there with her. I don't know if it was just her perform or her, how she engages with the audience. <laughs> I don't even know what it was, but I like fell in love with her even more. See, and and by looking and and notoriously, Vicky has said that she does not like Taylor Swift. And judging by her glazing mm-hmm. over right yeah. now, I can tell that she still does not like Taylor Swift. No, and he, I think last week you even asked if I would be down to go just to like hate go, yeah. just to piss Sarah off. Yeah. Luckily, Sarah did not piss me off that week. Otherwise, I might have considered <laughs> it. I would have killed you. <laughs> but that, that brought up the question well, for honestly, me. maybe you would have actually became a fan because I even became way more a fan than I even like. I don't even know what. No. So here's her authentic, thing. true, talented self. She doesn't have to be like a hoe, which and I love hoes. You know, she doesn't <laughs> have do to too. like <laughs> really be do. dressed <laughs> super. I don't. She just and she hits so many different people. There are so many different age groups that still can like totally relate to her music because we've all been through breakups. So here's the thing. I am not one of those haters that will say she's not talented or she's not good. She is phenomenal. She's an amazing singer, an amazing musician, clearly has done very well for herself. Very well. You know, so I am not going to say that. However, for some dumb reason, I see her face. I hear her voice, and I just want to slap it. That uh, probably reminds you of Sarah. I was going to um. say, security guard did say, when I was he was scanning my ticket, he's like, wow, you look like Taylor Swift. And yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> sure. thank you so much. He wanted to burn. Yeah, probably. Oh, well, I, my bangs were down, and my red lips were on. So oh, I got you, I was rocking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. No, but that brought up the question for me. So since you are not a big uh, Taylor Swift fan, Vicky, and mm-hmm. then, Joe, I want you to be thinking about this, too. What is the best concert that you have ever been to because that was obviously Sarah's favorite concert of all time. So would you have one that you just look back on and you're like, for whatever reason, this this concert was the best? I think for me, funny enough, it was the Kesha concert I went to at Showbox <laughs> at Showbox Soto. And it was because we weren't even that drunk or anything, but it was just the vibe of the room. It wasn't just her singing. It was when she came out with her new stuff. And it was just like everyone was just loving and like embracing each other it was just such a cool like vibe to that room i I I can't really explain it i love kesha when it was her peak of me loving her i was gonna fly down to vegas and Mm. actually see her perform and i ended up not doing that and i really wish i had because i feel like she would probably put on a really fun concert it it was it wasn't like crazy dancey type. I feel like as she used to do the one I got to see. Like I'm assuming like what Taylor Swift does and stuff. She probably used to do a little bit more 
showmanship stuff. This was more of like a toned down version, but it was still lively and fun. Did I ever tell you guys that Kesha was one of the uh, artists I met with my old job? And uh, I got to take a picture with her. Uh, During her TikTok party phase? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that was my cute. That was my favorite. Hey, Stanley. It's me. It's little me with crazy glasses, and and I was also overweight, and I felt really bad because the the uh, wind was really bad that day, and Kesha was just like taking pictures with fans, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, "Can I take a picture with you?" And I felt bad that she had to take a picture. No, with me. <laughs> she probably got all types of fans trying to take pictures with her. Yeah, that's fun. I I, I don't actually remember watching her actually perform though. So wow. it, that's interesting that that was your favorite concert. That's sad you don't mm. remember her performing. I know, yeah. Yeah. Granted, you've been to a lot of concerts. A lot so. of concerts. Danny's been to so many concerts. He's gotten me out to so many concerts at this point. Yeah, I started going to, to shows when I was 12. So after that, it just kind of was like floodgates open and everything that came to town, I usually went to go see. And then when I started working for radio, it was like one of those you just get invited to so many or have to work a lot of the concerts. Right. Actually, I, I were, I've been to so many country concerts and I hate country music. Yeehaw. Yeah. Joe, what about you? What's your uh, favorite concert of all time? So I have a favorite concert and a favorite concert moment. My concert moment was uh, when we worked Pain in the Grass at the Gorge. We had a three day weekend there. And on, I believe on Saturday, we got to do a stage announcement on the main stage right as sunset was hitting for Alice in Chains. Oh, pretty. That was by far my favorite concert moment. But my favorite concert was probably at T-Mobile Park when we saw Weezer and Fall Out Boy and uh, who else was it? Green Day. Green Day. Thank you, Green Day. The Hell Omega Show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was what? Like a almost, gosh, almost two years ago now. I think it was a year and a half-ish. Yeah. It'll it was... be two years Labor Day weekend. Was it Labor Day? Mm-hmm, because wow. I had just got engaged. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That was one of the first concerts where I knew all the bands and all the songs we got free tickets, which was, I mean, obviously a great start to any concert because then you could spend more money on the $22 beers that Dude, you have to buy. Really? And then the, the the topper was when Danny snuck us all into the pit because, you know, that's how Danny rolls. It I did. Is. Yeah. We had how many people with us that time? Shh, too many. Uh, too was, many to sneak in, and yet Danny somehow did it. Yeah, yeah, usually I'm good with like one or two people coming with me. That time there was like 15 <laughs> Yeah, And we all went into the pit, and then I was like, all right, none of you can leave because we don't have wristbands, so if you leave, you're not, not going to let you back in, so you can't pee. Yeah, really, though? And we just had these huge-ass drinks, and I was like, oh, time to get a UTI. Okay, worth it. <laughs> oh, God. It was That was a, that was a night. Uh, that was a night. I, I am, what was your favorite band on that on that tour? Ooh. Because you mentioned the three, so and we saw all three of them. I liked Fall Out Boy, but I was into Green Day until they played September Ends because I had just spoken the whole time about how I didn't want to hear that song, but I knew they were going to play it. And then they played it, and I was like, eh. That was also the time, if you remember, Sarah, that Joe was uh, – Aggressively hitting on a, a girl, and then comes out after the out of the pit afterwards. Like I wasn't hitting on her, guys, and we we're like, it was very apparent you were hitting on. Yeah, her Joe, I barely saw you that show because you were so. <laughs> I was enjoying into... the music. Thank you very much. <laughs> and the random females there. I really <laughs> wish that we would have been doing our uh, drunk Joe bits at that time oh, because we would have gotten some great audio that we night. would have. Do you like Green Day? Because. That's all I got. No. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even want to know. They're on stage right now. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, that's Fall Out Boy. Oh. Yeah. I think that my favorite concert of all time was, and it's it's going back, but it was uh, it was Warp Tour 2005. And Damn. It, yeah, it was, it was one of those that 
it had all of my favorite bands on that tour, and it, I had just graduated from high school. That was almost 20 years ago. Thank you for reminding mm. me that, because that also means that it's almost my 20th uh, reunion coming up. Yeah. Uh, but it was. It was, uh, it was, it was tw- 20, almost 20, what is it, 18 years ago now, yeah. 19 years mm. ago? And But yeah, no, it had all of my favorite bands. That was the, the first time that The Offspring had ever played the Warp Tour, and they were headlining. There was uh, Rancid, Messed. All these bands that I had just like grown up listening to and, you know, going to Warp Tour had become like kind of going to like punk rock summer camp. Aww. And so it was like going down. We we drive down to Las Cruces because they didn't have it in Albuquerque. And mm-hmm. it's like a three hour drive. So you got all your best friends together and you drove down there. And then you it was just like a big like family reunion that you got to see everyone at Warp Tour. And then that night you'd spend the night in a hotel, go swimming till 2 a.m. and then drive back to Albuquerque like completely messed up from the sun the next day. I was going to say, was it super hot there? It was so hot. Yeah. It was, at least it was on a grass field, but it was like, it wasn't as hot as Phoenix because Phoenix got up to like 114 during oh, the Warp God. Tour days. Oh. But like for us, it, I think it was close to 100 degrees and it was, you know, and we started, like I, my favorite meme of 2023, 2022 is Warp Tour really was a wild time. They had you opening the pit at 1030 on a Wednesday. Yeah. And that's really what it was. <laughs> it was one of those, like, you got to go out and hang out and you would, you know, you know, there would be some band that you had never really heard of because the bands, like, you know, the bigger bands would play later in the night and the smaller bands, but they would be like these heavy, hardcore metal bands that were playing at 12 o'clock on a Wednesday. And it was, it was just but such a fun time. God, I couldn't do, I don't know if I could do the heat because I had some Mm -hmm. friends who went to what is it above and beyond or something this past weekend I believe at the gorge and it's just like camping outside for a few days in the sun yeah I'm like listen I'm like a party girl but I like to party for a night and then go home in my own bed in the cool you know what I mean that's your limit like people who (laughs) like really like party for three days straight it's impressive Especially like what is a campground? Yeah. Have you ever done a campground uh, concert, Vicky? No, I'm actually the closest. I mean, I, we did paint in the grass one year at the Gorge, but we stayed at a hotel like 30 minutes away. Oh god! They got us a hotel room, and that was the the year that we played board games <laughs> in the room. It was. Nice. I feel like some people didn't play board games <laughs> no, in so, the room. I feel like some people did some other things in the no, room. No, no, no. So here was the thing, because you guys weren't on the show then. No. Nope. I was so jealous, but I didn't want to say anything. They had two separate places they had to stay. One was like this hotel or motel thing. You know, everyone had rooms and that's where BJ stayed. And then all of the street teamers and everyone working behind the scenes. Then they booked a house, which was 30 minutes the other direction, like a big old party house with like a pool in the complex. And that's where everyone else got to stay. Why didn't you just crash in the house? Because they literally had a go-kart designated and like a car designated in case I needed to get BJ something. I was BJ's babysitter. Uh, oh, BJ's bitch. Yep. Back in the day. Yep. They. I think they're like, okay, this is a vehicle if you need it. I think they had a go-kart. Like if you need this go-kart for whatever reason, you can use it, blah, blah, blah. Like everything. Was that the Was that the one you were referencing, Joe? Or was yep. that a different? Oh, nice. It Wait, was. Did, did you stay in the party house or the? Oh, no. I stayed oh. in the campgrounds. Oh. At the gorge with the uh, people working the event. Yeah, that was wild. How many days did you stay there? Two days. Well, two nights. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Did it get wild out there? Oh, it was awesome. 
<laughs> oh, okay, so you liked it. The, you, fir- yeah, the first night, one of our friends got really drunk and started stealing the tops of those portable grills and calling himself Captain America. Jesus. Oh, oh wow. gosh. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Did anything crazy happen at the Taylor Swift concert that you witnessed? Did anything crazy happen? Because the- I feel like that's such a big concert that you might see something that you maybe didn't expect. No. <laughs> No, I mean, there were a lot of young girls like all around. There was just, you know, like teenagers, maybe preteens. I was right next to um, an older man who I realized then was with his daughter. At first, I was like, wow, he's an old man fan. Good for him. And then I'm like, oh, no, he was dragged here because of his child. (laughs) He looks miserable. But no, I mean, no, I mean, everyone was decked out in sequins and glitter and cowgirl boots and everyone did like their whole little eras thing. There were a lot of like these like friendship bracelets, you know, like Ooh, if, you, I heard about those. if you went to like a rave back in the day, like, we'd call them candy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know that was a Taylor Swift thing, too, because I have some of my old candy I could have like worn and just pretend to be a little poser, you know. See, I heard they were making those in the line. Outside. That's I, why so many people had so many of them. I think a lot of the, a lot of people or I saw online made a bunch to bring to the show to, I guess, I don't know if you just give them to random people or give them to your friends. No one gave me or offered me any, which is kind of rude. Well, but, not, were you making trying to make friends? No, I mean, no, well, I don't know. Because, hello, yeah. child. Can I, <laughs> can I be your friend even though I'm in my 30s? Can I have a bracelet, please? Is it a Taylor Swift thing or is it just like a kid thing, like a new thing like the kids are doing? And by new, I mean something that probably we did when we were kids. And I now think it's it gotten back like, in circulation. But I think it's like this is specifically for Taylor Swift fans. Like, I don't know if the bracelets say like lyrics of her songs or something, you know, but it was I had never seen it at a concert recently. Like they weren't doing it at Dua Lipa last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it is a Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, she de- there definitely seemed to be pushing it a lot more. Like uh, my my friends uh, took her daughter and she had like, I don't know, like they said they got in line like at noon that day oh. and they were making the bracelets out in the line. And then it was like yep. you're encouraged to like give them to people, which got me thinking like friendship bracelets. Like that's a weird way to like start a conversation with somebody. And, and I know that we've talked about on the main show before about how it's hard to make adult friends. Is that a way that you think you could make a good like adult friend or do you have any secrets to make friends now that we're over 30? All of us, Sarah. I, I, <laughs> well, I do think people going to a concert, like my friend will go to a concert by herself or with people like she doesn't care, like she really likes the band or something. And she said she actually went to, I think it was My Chemical Romance by herself. And she made the fr- friends that were sitting next to her because they were like, you know, I think it's just a common like, oh, snap, you like this. I like this band, too. Like, let's be, you know, that kind of thing. But man, I mean, Taylor Swift might be the wrong kind of crowd because there are such different age groups, you know. But wow, how to make adult friends? Yeah, <laughs> I've been asking my that myself that for a while. Well, you have to go out first of all. That's, I know that's one thing <laughs> to make new friends. It's, it's, you can it's, meet people at bars. Yeah, or... then it's intimidating, and it's like, uh, how do how do I you know start the conversation and. What if they end up being a serial killer? I don't know. Well, it's like almost like I overthink or something. Take that risk. 
See, we should we should take you out when we take Joe out, and we'll have you go and hit on people, but in friend, in friend, friend for mode. friend mode, and for then Joe Joe will just do the the nasty ones. Oh, the nasty! Yes. <laughs> you actually, yeah. paint me in a good light, there, Danny. You're welcome. I'll the, just do the nasty ones. Well, hey, you're the one that brings up your anuses on yeah, things. So. True. It's a planet, mm. sir. Nah, There's gotcha. only one. There are not many anuses. Jeez, your anuses. Vicky will do the PG lines, and yeah. then you'll be you'll do the PG thirteen R rated. Lines. Ooh, X-rated. X, okay, X-rated. Yeah. I mean, there are what on, like, I mean, Tinder, but you can do a dating site just for, like, friendships. I know some of my friends who have, like, moved states, and they've actually joined those. I heard that. Isn't there a Bumble, a Bumble BFF site? Yeah. Probably. Something like that. Uh, which is, like, yeah, because Bumble is the one where it's, like, the girls choose the guy, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm correct, yeah. So then at that point, like, it's just, like, a best friend finding site? Yeah. Have you made any friends in the past like five years? Like new friends that you like that you you didn't know from before? Like they not your teenage years or not work friends? Yeah. You have actually a yeah a few actually, but I well I have friends and I hang out with my friends a lot, and then my friends have different friends or like my friends will join a certain type of gym and then they'll get a bunch of friends from that gym and then we'll all introduce each other and then I become friends with them. And Oh, the yeah. gym. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. The gym. Yeah. yeah. The gym's a good one, especially too if you do like a lot of like group classes mm-hmm. together. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, you all. Oh, Cindy, I see you at 545 on Wednesday nights every night. Oh, yeah. We should get wine after. We should go to happy hour. You know, and then it just kind of forms into more of just gym friends. So that's a good one. Joe? Hmm. Have you have you made any new friends in the past like five years? Uh, yeah, but not any that I would consider that close. Oh. Like kind of like Sarah said, I've met people who are friends of a friend and I've hung out with them a couple times, but they're not people who I would be willing to, I think, call or text and be like, hey, we should go get a beer because it's Friday night. Well, you guys have like your emo night friends now. I guess they're kind of more like party friends. But I would call them acquaintances. I wouldn't necessarily call them friends in terms of like, I mean, I guess I guess Alyssa and Charlie are, are our friends because like uh. we will call them like afterwards and like say like, hey, let's not do emo night. But all the everyone... hopefully they don't listen to that because just maybe they're friends. Maybe you're just acquaintances. Wow, Danny, I think they're our friends. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm also not Sarah who thinks that every person I meet is my new best friend. Uh, my best girl. Fr- best friend? I would never. <laughs> that's you. I never throw the best okay. out there ever. That's you. I have a lot of friends. You have a lot of best friends. That's I true. would never. That I've known for years. Hey, Joe. <laughs> that is my boy. <laughs> You're but, one only. But that's the way that Sarah is with every every person that I ever see her meet. It's always, oh, my girl. And I'm like, you met her one time, Sarah. Well, and I'm not going to lie. They kind of like... They meet me once and then they slide in my DMs and want to be friends. So, and then want to keep hanging out with me. (laughs) Can't help it. Maybe they're just trying to get to Joe secretly. Hey. (laughs) Well, she's been denying a lot of them then. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm never with Joe when I meet these people. (laughs) Maybe George. Sorry, trying to help you out, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I realize I don't think I've actually officially made any new friends. I've made a lot of acquaintances. However, I have a few that have been acquaintances that are now really close friends. Oh, okay. So they've kind of evolved in that sense in the last few years. Granted, COVID didn't help. It's I, true. If I was more of a recluse then than I am now, so that's saying something. 
Yeah, I, I just I, it's weird in terms of like making new friends because I was thinking about how awkward it is to go up to just random people and talk to people like, like to what you said, Sarah. It's always like a friend of a friend that you kind of start talking to and getting in, whereas opposed to like now it's 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 weird to just like walk up to somebody or you, like at the gym kind of makes sense. Cause you, you have something in common and they know you're not necessarily a creeper, but to just like go to a bar and be like, Hey, what's up, dude? Can I buy you a beer? It's kind of weird. It, 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 I th- is it weird? One, because of our generation and, or because we live in Seattle. Oh. Is it the Seattle freeze? Cause I have been out back when I actually went out and did things. I was hanging out with a guy friend and this guy comes up to us and just starts talking to us like, Hey, let's be friends. Let's get some drinks. Let's go do something. And I think I asked, I forget where he's from, but he was not originally from here. Hmm. So it was just a very normal thing. He's like, hey, what are you guys doing? Let's, you know, chat, blah, blah, blah. I've heard so much about the Seattle freeze. I've been here for seven years. And I mean, I feel like I don't necessarily know that it's been something in terms of like meeting new people. I've noticed it more in terms of like the elevator. When you walk into an elevator and no one says hi or you can say hi to people and they no one will reply back. That's what I've gotten more than actually meeting people out. Because when I meet people out, it's usually like, okay, it seems pretty normal. But it's just like little things like that. Or if you're like walking by them on the street and you're like, good morning. No one said like they like look away and walk away scared. Well, like even so, I, I hear that that is a very much an American thing because other countries, especially like Germany, for example, you, that's how they point out that you're American. If you look at them and smile. Hmm. Because if you make eye contact with somebody, you kind of feel like you have to maybe do a half smile. You do that in Germany, they're like, American. They know you're American. Interesting. That being said, though, uh, I did notice, this is, I think, the year I met, we met you at one of the boot camps. We went out to, what was the club's name? That, like, Detention. Is, that, like, I think it <laughs> shut down because someone died. Detention, yes. Best, oh, my God. Why yeah. did it shut down? For a shooting, I think. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's Chicago. What do you expect? But I, I noticed. Not shootings? <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, before then, like I had gone to many a clubs, many a parties, like you know, dancing, nightclubs, all that fun stuff in my youth, and it was a very different experience. And the one thing I remember, even though I was really drunk, was that I kept seeing like different clicks, if you will, of people. Like I remember this couple walked in; they were like Ken and Barbie. I don't know if they were a couple or like a gal and her gay best friend, but they were dressed. They're super tall. They look like Swedish supermodels. She had a tight, white, short little dress. And they walked by. And my immediate reaction was they're going to sneer at us because we're a bunch of drunk weirdos on the dance floor. And they saw us and they're like, hell yeah. And they came and enjoyed our group. And I remember we were the first ones dancing and they joined our group. And then like another quote unquote click, another group of people that were different from us joined to the point where we had a whole circle of people dancing and it was all, you know, backgrounds and everything. And I realized I never experienced that here in Seattle. Really? Yeah. Dang, that's sad. Like everyone I feel like would, everywhere I go, it's always like that. Everyone always seems to like dance. If you're going out dancing, you're dancing in your group. Like there's five of you or whatever. There's always that group. And it's just groups, 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 groups. Unless like a girl meets a guy from one group and they join a group. But this was just like one big group. And I never realized that that was a thing until that night. Oh, wow. I don't know. Maybe you got to get out more because that happens. I mean, I feel like a lot in the club scene. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I feel like it's to your point with the the, like saying hi to people like New Mexico and New Mexico. If you there's a lot of people like you walk around and say good morning, they'll like reply back. And and one place that I really noticed it, which was 
almost like like awkward for me. And that's where I was like, am I awkward? Yes, the answer is yes. But I, I it was in Boston. When we went to Boston, Joe, Sarah, and I a, a few years ago, and I was walking around the city by myself, there was so many people that would just be like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, uh, hi. I was not expecting you oh, to yeah. talk to me. That's where I feel like Seattle Freeze is a real thing, especially mm-hmm. if you're from the East Coast, because everyone talks to you gets in your business, makes fun of you, kind of, like, even if they don't know you. like It's all like tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it really, I mean, even even so when, on that trip, even for me, I was like, and I feel like I'm very much like that. Like, I'll talk to you. I'll say hi on this. Like, you know, it doesn't matter to me. But even over there, I was like, whoa. They, like, I was even taken back. I was like, oh, my God, you're talking <laughs> a lot. You're telling me your whole life story. You're asking me all these questions. I'm like, I don't even know you. So, yeah, it's definitely different over there. I you just have to try harder in Seattle, to be honest with you. Where do you fall in on that, Joe? Because I feel like you're pretty outgoing. Or you can be when you want. Alcohol actually, helps. when he's drunk. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am a lot more outgoing when I've had a beer or two in me. I won't, I won't lie about that. But, I, you know, honestly, I think with our profession and the fact that the scenarios that we put ourselves in, like when we're at emo night, like it's hard not to be social. Mm-hmm. We know a lot of people there. Everyone's there to enjoy the same thing. So it's easy. I don't know. When I'm at a party, I think it's the same way. When I'm at a bar, I feel like it's the same way. You know, you're like, oh, the you know, there's a game on or something. So you can just walk up to a group and be like, I can't believe we're losing. What's going on? And then eventually you're buying each other beers. I've never had a problem with it, you know, maybe in the last – five or six years, but um, when I was in my 20s, when I was at the club scene, I mean, you couldn't, you could stumble into a conversation. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, I, but I guess if you're like a farmer's market, you know, and you're not drinking, like I would have a hard time starting a conversation with someone who's looking to buy a, a piece of art just randomly, right? Like if I walk by, I'm like, oh, that person's looking at the same picture I'm looking at. Maybe I'll strike up a conversation. I don't think I'm going to meet a friend that way. Let's be friends. Yeah. Like, oh, I see you like mountains. It's funny you say that with, well, and, and, and we're going, like, I'll go into dating with this, but it's like, you always hear that, like, you don't meet a girl at a bar, like, meet one like, at the grocery store. And it's mm-hmm. like, that seems so awkward to me. I don't think I could ever just, like, start a conversation at Around a here, store. yes, because the Seattle freezes, we'll think, people will think you're weird, creepy, right. yeah. whatever. On the East Coast or something, I feel like that's. They talk to everyone, so it wouldn't be weird at all. Yeah, they'd bring up, like, why eggs are expensive. And the next thing you know, you guys would be sharing, you know, a carton of eggs. Although, yeah, uh, you will. I heard you're supposed to meet women at Target because they're already in there looking for stuff they don't need. Ah. Uh, Dude, Target brings out the women. Oh, I don't I know what Target it is. I, I limit myself because that's where my pharmacy is. And sometimes my medications don't line up. Like, I have to go three times in one week. So I have to, like, wait, because otherwise I will spend an entire paycheck at Target. <laughs> and it's so bad. It's so good. Yeah, and I got a multi-story Target right next to where oh, I yeah, live. yeah, you do. So I had to go in there to get a couple shots here and there. And phew, it's 1030, and I'm like, what? No one has a job? <laughs> What's going on? Like, it's just packed in there. No Jeez. one has a job. <laughs> yeah. Like, How do you have money to buy another, you know, something? Mm. Target. Speaking of going out, you guys also did a uh, uh, block capital block party this weekend. It was a busy weekend for your girl <laughs> and Joe. Apparently, Joe, but you guys went on different nights. Yeah, we didn't go together. Um, Sarah okay. went to see an artist perform. What artist? It's Friday, oh, Friday. I don't know if we can call her an artist. Friday. <laughs> oh, if, if you were at this, you could call her an artist because, by golly, there were so many people there to see her. Um, Rebecca Black, if you didn't know my beautiful singing. Was she the headliner or was there somebody else after her? No, no. Well, Capitol Hill Block Party, either I haven't been in years or they've changed it up. But there was like 
six or seven stages, maybe. There was a lot of stages. So she was um, on one stage, and then the headliner was on a different stage, but they didn't overlap. Interesting. Yeah, so it was actually perfect because I was there to see the headliner, too, which is Sophie Tucker, which you guys probably don't know. But So we saw Rebecca Black, and then we just jumped to the main stage. And And then it started right after? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, it was... it was perfect. Who did you go to see, Joe? Because you weren't there on the same night. So Rebecca Black didn't play two nights, did she? Nope. No, no. I knew no one at Black. <laughs> no, I got invited to go as a like my friend wanted to go for his birthday, Loser. so he got a bunch of people to go out and meet down there on Saturday. And I gotta tell you, I think I'm old. I I was just like, this is not my game. Like I I'm out there. I'm like, we're at bars. There's some food that's incredibly overpriced. And it's very hot out. I felt so old. Like, everyone had to have been in their mid-20s. At the, like, I don't think I saw many older people. <laughs> Sarah's judging. I don't think that's true, Joey. Really? Yeah. You saw 30-plus-year-olds there? Yeah. But, like, a couple, not, like, a majority. No. I mean. I don't think you could judge. Uh, maybe we had different days. Saturday was all 21 to 25-year-olds. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, the lineup here for Saturday. I recognize no one. I didn't know, know anyone except Rebecca Black. Yeah, nope, nope. Not even Fridays. I got nothing. <laughs> We're being judged by Saturday. It's funny, though, because, like, and see, the only reason I'm going to agree with Joe on this one, Sarah, is because, because of Emo Night. So Emo Night, it's... Um, for the most part, during the school year when Seattle U is in session, it always sells out, and it's all the twenty to twenty like one through twenty nine year olds that come out and sell it out because they're all in Capitol Hill walking by. The minute that Seattle U gets out and is not in session, we have trouble selling tickets, and oh. so I think that I think that Capitol Hill is just a lot of twenty year olds that go out. So maybe you just think you're they were. I got a picture. Let's see what Danny thinks. I'm going to okay. show Danny and Vicky and see what they think the age of these people are. <laughs> Okay. Did you take What's pictures? This? Yeah, with what are you doing? <laughs> you're like having this. a. You're just creeping. Let's see. Uh, oh. Uh. Okay, the first few guys that I saw. Oh, that guy doesn't know. Okay, that guy's wearing an '80s jersey, Joe. Hold on. <laughs> the first like five guys Joey. I saw looked over thirty. Wow, I'm pretty sure they're. Uh, Joey, you're just gonna lose at this, aren't you? All right, ask Vicky because I'm really bad at this kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm really bad at judging people's age. Like, really bad at judging people's ages too. Yeah, I mean, you look like you're 40, so like, there's that. I will punch you in your face. Basing this off of outfits and stuff, so I'm trying. I also was with some people, and they ran into their friends and their coworkers, and they're all like mid 30s. So that's where I'm like, I know there wasn't just 20 year olds because. I was surrounded by not just twenty year olds. <laughs> like I feel so... like it's a healthy mix of twenty year olds. No, no, no. Give me, give me the to, phone. <laughs> to like thirty, like early thirties. Yeah. Which, by the way, I realized I'm entering this year Ooh. my mid thirties. Yeah, you are. I'm going to be thirty four. That is officially mid thirties. Thirty four, like thirty five, thirty six. And I'm here for it. Okay, I just need to say, <laughs> Joey handed me this phone of this picture of these group of people, and they are so our age, like a hundred percent. So, Joe, get back there. You just don't know this music. Maybe you're just old AF. Get out of here. <laughs> or maybe they were just there because their girlfriends dragged them. Ooh. 
No, there were a lot of people, at least when I went, that were having a grand old time. Well, I will say that that with the you know the mid thirties crowd, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of Amazon employees, and they all go, flock to Capitol Hill on the weekends to go because they can oh, afford yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think Joe and I are going to hit uh, Capitol Hill this weekend to go uh, bar ho- bar hopping. So I'm interested. To, maybe we went the wrong weekend though, because. Not gonna be that many people there since block party was last weekend. Yeah, I was like, Joe, you should have hit on. There were so many people. Yeah. What time did you end up at home there, Joe? Oh, me. I got home at ten thirty. I le- I left early, man. I I tell I don't know. I was not feeling it. I I had a couple of margaritas before we left. I had a couple, couple more margaritas. rum and cokes when we got there, <laughs> and maybe it was a mixture of the sun and the drinks. But I just I didn't wasn't into the music, and you know we were just hanging out, and so I was like, yeah, you know I've seen enough. I already know the answer to this question based on what how just Sarah is. But is there anything that you just feel like you're too old for? Anything that I feel like I'm too Joe old. just said he's too old for a Capitol Hill block party. And at too that point, I would also put it out there. I wonder how would you feel like at an all-day festival? Because I went to Punk and Drublick this weekend down in Tacoma to see NoFX and a bunch of bands. Music started at 12.15, and it went until probably about 10 o'clock at night. And, I was, and it was in the sun, 45-minute beer lines. And mm. I... Beyond the beer lines, I still feel like I could go to an all-day festival. How long did you last? Oh, we were there the whole time. Do you hear your best friend, Joe? Yeah. Do you hear him? Yeah. Yeah. You should learn from him. Yeah. Okay? Because all, all all day in the sun, he killed Look, it. Look, we all can't beat Danny. He killed it. <laughs> Danny yeah. is not human. He doesn't get hangovers. I will put this out He's there. He's not human. That my friend Gavin, who I went with, it was like, he pointed that out. He's like, you metab metabolize alcohol in such a weird way and i was like yeah you're not wrong mm-hmm. sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> we're all just jealous we all saw what happened to me in portland okay we did oh. see what happened to you in portland Mm-mm. i'm really trying to think if there's something that i think i'm too old for mm. like Chuck E. cheese <laughs> no she would she would rock a chucky e. cheese <laughs> I, we're not allowed to <laughs> j-rubs and i went in there and <laughs> everything is sticky I don't everything care. Whatever. Every, I go to clubs and everything's sticky. I'm, that doesn't scare me. Yeah. But I don't think they. The, I don't think they actually let you like play games if you don't have like a youngin with you. So it, it is funny. I know that the last time I took Lily to a Chuck E. Cheese. Granted, this was pre-pandemic, but the way that they used to do it was you'd go in and they would stamp your hand mm-hmm. with a or like would write a number on your hand, so you have to have like the matching one. With your yeah, child. so that way you can't walk away with a random oh. child. Whoa, or it's which, actually or smart. Or leave your child behind. Which I didn't know that uh, I I didn't know that you had. So I went to the bathroom and washed it off because I was just washing my hands and I was like, oh, I don't need this on. And then they're like, sir, is this your child? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, where's your number? And I was like, oh, oh. I washed it off in the bathroom. <laughs> you liar. This yeah, is not your child. Yeah, let me take her. Which I, at that point, I was like, how is this? Uh, yeah. Um... I wish your daughter was like, nope, that's not him. <laughs> That's not my dad. Cops call. Help. <laughs> that totally sounds like something my brother would do. It's like, ah, nope, nope, not my dad. Stranger danger. Mm. Have you thought of anything yet, Sarah? No. Vicky, is there anything that you're too old for that you just can't do anymore? Okay. This only because of how annoyingly boring it is to me is just going to a bar and not being able to do anything. Ah. Just sitting there. It's like, okay, why are we paying $10 per drink or more when I could have bought a six-pack 
We could have done the same thing here. Like, I like going to a bar where you can do something, karaoke or trivia or some kind of game or you bring a card game. I don't know. I just like to be able to do something while I'm hanging out. My new, my I, new just, I just get crazy and I'm just like, I'm going to start doing Just hanging out with your normal, your friends isn't good enough. Not that it's not good enough. It's not stimulating enough That's for a so brain sad. like mine. I know. Would you like to talk to my therapist and check my list of medications to get my brain wired? I will okay. say that my, my new <laughs> hobby at bars, especially if they have like a touchstone, uh, T- what is it called? Touch Tunes. Touch uh-huh. Tunes jukebox is literally just sitting there and programming the music for the entire time yeah. that we're there. And everyone just, the minute like My Chemical Romance comes on, everyone just looks at me as like, they have a Touch Tunes jukebox. Mm. I did it the other day when Joe and I went out and it was fantastic. That was so fun because we were in like a Chinese restaurant <laughs> bar and all of a sudden like it just breaks into a giant emo playlist. But like, like loud. Minutes. Like, so like loud. The, the regular playlist wasn't that loud. And then all of a sudden when you put on your own music, it like kicked in and Jeez. it just went super loud. And I looked at Joe and I was like, oh, we're doing this. But I had already spent like $25 to buy like endless credits. The whole, yeah, and the whole night. I will say these girls came and sat next to us and one girl was singing. I was like, Joe, sit next to her. <laughs> yeah. He did not. Oh. I did not. Mm. Yeah, the bartender went... was not happy with us. Really? <laughs> she walked in and she just stopped and looked and I was like, it's us. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a bar actually after uh, the wedding I was in recently, still in my like bridesmaids outfit and stuff. And we walked in and they were playing WAP, my favorite song ever. And so obviously I like, you know, twerked my little heart out. And then... <laughs> As An hour later, it played again, and I realized it was this two, it was this old couple playing yeah. it, oh, and wow. they came up to me. They were like, "We saw how much you loved it, so we played it again for you." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are my heroes. Just put it on repeat for you. I would have died. I will say that we need to find a spot where we could put on our own music when we go to Dallas uh, in about a week and a half. Because just be simply because I want to just have Sarah like randomly like be at an Olive Garden and see if she. Like starts like twerking on a table. Oh, I will. I will. But you have to let me know they have that, so then I can steal your phone and play some songs for myself too. Never mind, we can play a bad some idea. My Chemical Romance and stuff. Okay, you cool. know. But we gotta like intertwine some ratchetness. Oh man. Well, I'm I'm excited to see. I I do. I am very much excited to go to Dallas because it's a different scene. We've always talked about how we need to take Joe out to a different spot. Different scene. Different. Women. Get a cowgirl. Different. I want to get him a cowgirl, but not for any other reason than I just want to see Joe because he's he's threatening to wear a cowboy hat. No, there's Please. no threatening. He has to. Oh my god. He w- could actually pull off a cowboy hat and boots. Like he could look like an actual cowboy. Like, can you picture it or what? He yeah. really can. I'm I'm picturing Steve. Remember when he did that Halloween costume when he was oh, a kid? Oh, no. That's how I'm picturing Joe right now. We'll get now. you actually clothes that fit you, though. Oh, thank you. Not like mm. a really tight overall. Where are you going to go get him these uh, these clothes, Sarah? Howdy, y'all. We're going to we're gonna find it in Dallas right as we land. Oh. Probably well, at the airport. I was going to say, if you're here in, the airport. go here in Seattle. There's a place in Ballard called Gold Dogs. That'll no, have we got to cool get stuff. the real deal, It though. is. Go to Boot Barn. They're antiques. Dallas. In Dallas. You're going to go to all the places that, you know how you get the really cheapy, uh, like, keychains and this stuff is that's why. in Dallas? You got to go to somewhere that, like, has vintage stuff. This is why I think that I, I picture Joe wearing, like, rhinestones and, like, all of the stuff because we're going to get him stuff from, like, a, the airport, which right? I didn't even think of I the do airport. love some rhinestones, actually. See, so. oh, God, Joe. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. I know. I, but I need the hat. I just want a black uh, cowboy Ooh, hat. Ooh, black? Yeah, that's what I want. <gasps> 
That's going to be epic. Are you and you can the, wear it to emo night. Are you going to be? Uh, I know. That's what he keeps threatening. I'm going and I'm to. Just, Don't threaten it. <laughs> and I'm going to put the little gravestone on it. It might happen. It. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it should happen. And then I'm going to let people oh sign it. God. Okay. With that's, silver Sharpie. That's what I'm going to do. With oh, silver wow. Sharpie. I just found, it almost looks like, uh, what's his name? Yosemite Sam's outfit on uh, Amazon right now that you can wear along with the big old mustache. I don't know about I that. I found it. Mustache? Like, any. Yeah, I, it died. Do you think, uh, Joe, do you have any uh, in mind that you're, or any uh, pickup lines that you're going to use in mind? Oh, you, 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 you gotta get some, like, twang. Yeah, you need to have some, like, southern style going or, like, something going on. Ooh, side note. What's While that? you think of that, if a girl says, bless your heart, that's not a good thing. Why? Why? It's just saying like, oh, sweetie, you're stupid. Oh, well, it's not a nice thing. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but you need to come up with some. And also, I'm going to throw this out to our listeners. Uh, Throw Joe some (gasps) some Southern Dallas or Texas style pickup lines. I'm trying to look for some good ones, but I don't. (laughs) I mean, you can't say them. What? Well, I mean, I'll read this one. Why do you why do you clear your your voice I get every into- time? <laughs> this is this happens when we're out at emo night too. It's like Joe, are you ready? And he's like, ah, ah, let me get ready. Ah. I have to get into character, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say this it. This is <laughs> not. This is supposed to be you. Okay. <sighs> I, I got one for you. It might be the same one you're thinking, so I'll say it. Okay. Are you from Texas? Because I'm trying to text that ass. Oh, I, like I have another one. I like that one, though. That one. Dat ass. How you spell it? Text. Dat. Dat. Ass. Yeah. <laughs> What's text dat ass, though? It's supposed Texas. to be Texas. Text ass. Text ass. Texas. Text dat ass. Like, text her ass? Okay. Text. You know when you say it's like, get your ass over here? That means the whole you, not just your butt. Come on, text dat ass. No, I don't like it. Because <laughs> Sarah doesn't I don't get, get it. it. Yeah, right. you know, I feel like people in Texas and bl- there are a lot of blondes. They're not going to get it either. That's fair. Uh, Joe, so what was yours? Don't use All that right. one. I bet your father. W- mm, I bet your father was a good farmer because you're one fine hoe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> please use that one. I like that one. Wait, <laughs> Write these drag, ones down. You got to drag it out a little though. Yeah, okay. yeah, and you got to have like more of the southern drawl. Yeah, if you're gonna be wearing a cowboy hat, man, you got to get the you got to get that and southern if you're drawl going. Clear your throat for like eight hours before. You better <laughs> say it correctly. Uh, too bad you guys weren't going to Houston. It's like, are you from Houston? Because Houston, we have a problem. I need your number. Ooh, you could say that, and then they'll be like, "No, I'm from Dallas." You dummy. Yeah, I was gonna say a bad word. Well, how about this one? <clears throat> All right, right. See, every time, uh, every right. time, city boys got pickup lines, but us country boys got pickup trucks. <laughs> <laughs> you got neither. <laughs> I that, like that accent, though, that yeah. was good. All right, and I'm getting there. That was good. Okay, give us one more, and then I also want more from our listeners because I that would just be fantastic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. All right. <clears throat> Hey, I every just time, met you, and this is crazy, but your truck is hot. Can I ride, maybe? <laughs> that sounds like something a girl would say yeah, to I was going to say, don't, don't say that out loud because it. you're going to pick up a guy, Joe. <laughs> or say it to a dude. I found one that would make Joe sound creepy, though. Okay. Ain't no rodeo clown that can keep me off you, baby. Oh. Oh. But then you're calling yourself rodeo clown. <laughs> no, no, no. Or you're saying that her... a rodeo clown can't keep him off of her. Oh, you're a bull. Oh. He's a bull. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. 
Some of these are so bad. Are you a cowgirl? Because I can see you riding me. Oh, I like that oh, one. Oh, that's a good one. Say, and then I'll and I'll stand behind you and be like, save a horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also like this one. The sheriff's out to arrest me. Can I hide at your house? Okay, that's creepy. <laughs> these are some bad ones. And then we'll have Steve dress up as the sheriff and just stand behind you and be like, he's the sheriff. That's <laughs> the sheriff, Steve. Oh these are, I hope I'm around for this because I haven't been around when you're trying to pick up That's women. because you're always drunk and vibing somewhere on stage. I'm somewhere else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even know you guys are doing it. And I'm like, woo. I wonder if there's strip clubs <laughs> in Dallas because we do need to make up for Portland too. Oh, there's got to be strip clubs in Port- or Dallas. You would think. I don't know. What? Let's see. Oh, I don't know if they're good. Says. I don't know if there's alcohol, but... Side note, do you guys know when someone says, like, eight seconds, what that means? Like, it's referring to bull riding? It's like, the fastest eight seconds or whatever. No. Oh. You're supposed to stay on a bull. Sure, yeah, exactly. sure, sure. The average or whatever. Danny, you'll be uh, happy to know that the lucky brand Spearmint Rhino actually has an adult entertainment uh, club. It has 4.7 stars. Damn! Ooh, we're going. Continue, Vicky. Oh, I just found a pickup line. I lost it. Oh, but it was something like, hey, baby, you got eight seconds? That's all I need. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, where are we going with this? <laughs> I'm implying you're fast, Joe. Oh, good Ew. times. I can't wait to share the stories from Dallas after we get back from that. Me neither. Um, oh, real- I, I just got back from fishing. Want to see my rod? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a, oh, that would work for Vicky, apparently. Jeez. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, we wanted to address that we have not, we still have not brought our audio in of young, of young us to play because this was came from a couple episodes ago where Joe said he wanted to do a segment where we played my old bands from when I was 13 years old and see if you could sing them better nowadays (laughs) I can't probably not Um, but but yeah and so I came up with the idea that we should all find audio of ourselves from when we were kids and play it uh, back to different to just different things because Sarah has some audio for singing. Spy. We've been having trouble finding the audio is the basic of the yes. basis of this. When I don't know who would ever get rid of that amazing audio. The archives are lost. Joe, yeah. do you do you think you can find some? Vicky, do you think you can find some for yourselves? Uh, I will try because I actually have some VHSs at my house. Oh, amazing. But I need to see if the VHS converter I have actually works. See, at that point, just I'm good with you just putting it on your TV if you have Ugh. a TV that can play it and then recording it into your iPhone. Yeah, exactly. We don't <laughs> need no worse. converters. Yeah, I'm sure we should be able to find some. There, there was at one point some audio at my parents' house. I will try to locate it of you, of me getting yelled at. By Sarah. So we're gonna we're gonna make this promise next week. We will figure out our situation. And uh, of course, this is the show after the show podcast. Thank you for listening, Vicky. Where can they find us? Show after the show pod Instagram. We thank you all, and we will be back next week with you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show after the show podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. Rock Rock on. on.